You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. One man to beat, you can forget about it. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back for the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning and welcome into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial at Tide 100.9 on the Martin Houston Radio Network on social media at Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal page, Tide 109, Alabama Tradition, X's and O Sports, as well as uh, YouTube at Martin Houston Live and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. You can always interact with us uh, at uh, uh, our phone line, the Alabama One Hotline at 205 342 9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business and we'll be taking your calls uh, right out of the gate. So if you have a question, comment, statement you'd like to share with us, please feel free. To do so, we'll also be uh, adding a special guest in the second quarter, uh, J.C. Latham, uh, offensive lineman for the University of Alabama, will be joining us in the second uh, quarter to kick things off. So if you have a question for him, uh, you need to put it uh, on chat or you can call and ask Joe. Uh, we will not be asking him the question live on the air but if you do have a question for me, you want to get it, you can always add that question via chat and or call us and let us know uh, what's going on there. And as far as the rest of the show, hey, we're going to get to that would you rather question we asked yesterday. Uh, get your thoughts on that. Get Joe and Xavier's thoughts on it. Would you rather have Bryce Young, Dallas Turner, and Jermaine Burton? Or would you rather have Will Anderson? Jamar Gibbs and Jordan Battle. Uh, you got to choose one other. Which which three are you gonna ride and die with? Uh, that's the question that's on the board. And of course, it's a Thursday, so that means it's time for some recruiting with Hank South. Man, how uh, much difference a week make? Uh, Hank South be joining us uh, now, covering the number one team in most polls, if not all, in a recruiting world. Talking about the Alabama Crimson Tide. So. Lots to get to. 
want to make sure we uh, give you time to get in on it. So go ahead and get that question, comment, thought ready right now and call us on that Alabama One Hotline at 205-342-9904. Remember this, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And because this is a day that he has made, go out there today and make a difference. Be the difference you want to see in the world. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Um, kind of get things going. Welcome into the program. Just just really before we get into uh, even that question uh, that we'll, we'll spend just a little bit of time on this morning, uh, have to uh, recognize and and send out our thoughts and prayers to uh, Eli Gold. Uh, real quick, like to get you, you and Joe's thoughts on, you know, I mean, that's a, uh, you know, I mean, big blow for uh, the Alabama nation as Eli Gold, uh, it broke yesterday that he uh, will be sidelined at least for part of the season, if not all. Uh, initial thoughts uh, in terms of Eli Gold and, and being out. Yeah, it's, it's definitely heartbreaking, and your know, prayers to Eli and his family. You know, I I don't know anything outside of turning on the radio and hearing Eli Gold's voice as an Alabama fan, like many Alabama fans. So, uh, just prayers to him and his family and a speedy recovery. Uh, do you have a favorite Eli Gold moment? Uh, man, probably. <laughs> Probably my senior year in high school, even though I didn't hear it live because uh, me and you were at the game, but um, when Glenn Coffey broke the touchdown run down the sideline against Auburn for to put the game away, it's the first time Alabama had beat Auburn since I was in fifth grade, and just hearing the replay of that was probably one of my favorite Eli Gold moments. Uh, yeah, what about you, Joe? Any favorite Eli Gold moment? Or, uh, any thoughts? Anything you want to share on that? Uh, you know, I think that uh, what was it? The original off the uh, original Saban National Championship. The roses in this grand old stadium are once again crimson. So, I mean, I, I think that he is. Um, I mean, he is the sound, the voice of Alabama football. So we wish him well, and we hope that uh, he has a, a, a recover a quick recovery from from uh, his health issue. Well, you know, we're a proud partner of Crimson Tide Sports Network. We love having him on uh, from time to time. So uh, we just hope that uh, things make a, make, make a quick turnaround for him. Yeah, absolutely. And more important than whether we hear that golden voice uh, on the airwaves again is we pray for his health. Uh, you know, for me, it's kind of a, a neat, neat thing. I, I have, I can remember, you know, my first time, really getting to travel and expecting to play. I, I traveled once uh, my freshman year in 88, but uh, uh, <clears throat> the um, the 89 season when he took over, uh, I remember uh, him and uh, uh, his predecessor walking out because that first year they walked, still went to the games. Uh, but um, just seeing him, seeing him walk out, in 89, it's kind of weird. You can still remember stuff like that uh, because I didn't know who they were. <laughs> and I, I understand I was a big Alabama guy. I mean, Auburn guy before I got here and had never really listened. I never listened to the radio 
but uh, Eli became a, a kind of one of those stables as you you watch, you turn down the volume sometimes, and you turn Eli Gold up. Uh, so you could hear him had to get your TV synced up and, and all of that. But there was times when you do that just because you just didn't want to hear what the guys were saying on the airway. So great, great, great guy. We're praying that all goes well. And, uh, most Alabama fans don't know this, but Eli Gold is the voice of the South when it comes to sports. Uh, done a lot more, uh, than just football. Um, but we, of course, know him and love him because of football. Let's get to Greg uh, from Alabaster. You're on hold. Uh, I mean, uh, Greg, you're in with the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier uh, on uh, the Album One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Well, first of all, I want to, you know, prayers and best wishes for Eli. Um, like, he, like he was saying, you know, he's done NASCAR, hockey, which is one of his all-time favorites, baseball, NFL games. I mean, he, he he's just not college football, but for us, he is the voice of, of the Crimson Tide. I mean, because we grew up with him. Um, right. One of the nicest, one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. Even in a in a, a in a setting where he was out to eat with his family, I just walked by, give him a big roll of Tide, and he would roll the Tide back to you. And um, you know, just just a nice guy, and I, I and I hope everything turns out great. All right. Uh, other thing, uh, the would you weather, uh, uh, weather, uh, what was, uh, what's yours going to be for today? Uh, which, which guy? Yeah. Which, which group yeah, or which, what's the question? Uh, are you, yeah. What, what, uh, do you have a question for would you rather today? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, would you rather have Bryce Young, uh, Bryce Young, Jermaine Burton and, uh, oh God, I just drew by Dallas Turner. Uh, excuse me, or Will Anderson, uh, and Jordan Battle and Jamar Gibbs. I'm gonna take the Will Anderson and uh, <laughs> that group, and and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. Um, I think with with that kind of defense, we can we don't have to be extremely dynamic uh, offensively. Mm-hmm. Although I mean, with I, I think. Because whether you have Ty Simpson or, or, or Jalen Milrow, I do think either one of those will be successful in this type of offense. Okay. And, and I'll take the defense over the offense any day. <laughs> and that's, that's an interesting approach, uh, Greg. <laughs> Appreciate that. We'll dig into that a little bit. Uh, uh, maybe today. We'll, we'll see what the rest of the show holds. But uh, uh, good thought. Defense one, offense zero. Uh, thanks, Greg, and thanks for those kind words about Eli. Roll Tide, my brother. Roll Tide. That's Greg from Alabaster. And, guys, hey, we want to uh, remember Eli Gold, but we also want to give a shout-out to uh, Chris Stewart. Uh, great opportunity uh, for him. Uh, so lift him up as well in, in prayers for him as he step into some mighty big shoes to fill. Uh, Chris Stewart, uh will be uh, the voice of the Crimson Tide uh, on football uh, and whoever else has to step into his role. We'll be praying for those guys as well. Speaking of big shoes to fill coming up right here on Tide 100.9, we're going to check in uh, with Bama's very own J.C. Latham coming out of the break. Uh, He got some big shoes to fill uh, at left tackle if that's where he ends up at. We'll be talking more 
right here on the Martin Houston Show. Stay tuned for more conversation. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything pretty quiet as we start our Thursday morning. Of course, if you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, give me a call. 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month. That means brand new deals and savings just for you at Towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another hot, humid day today, partially sunny. The chance of widely scattered showers or storms this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow morning, sunshine. An afternoon storm in spots, the high, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Into the Martin Houston show on Tide 109. It's a great day to be a Crimson Tide fan, which is always a great day to be a Crimson Tide fan. Uh, but today we have a special guest joining us right now. We have Mr. J.C. Latham, offensive yeah. lineman tackle for the University of Alabama. Good morning, J.C. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Well, hey, since the last time we caught up uh, with you uh, right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier, tell us what you've been up to this summer uh, as far as getting ready for uh, Fall Camp 2022. Uh, really just trying to work out, staying in shape, uh, maintain my body weight, things of that nature. So um, I give my team the best chance of, uh, the best chance of success. Maintain that body weight. What 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 you stepping on the scales at now? Uh three forty. Three forty. Slim three forty. Man, you hey JC, when I played, man, our you wanna know how much our center weighed? Um, Listen, he was he was two forty five when we won the national championship. <laughs> uh, and, and I think our biggest lineman was like two eighty five, two ninety. I don't think y'all have anybody that rolls out. Um, uh, maybe we may have had one guy was two ninety, maybe two ninety five. We I don't think y'all had any, we had anybody uh, over three hundred on our starting offensive line. So, uh, but hey, let's uh, talk a little bit uh, about some things happen, of course, off the the field, and then we'll get into 
what's going on. You guys have had uh, a great summer um, and, and, and just, you know, uh, making a difference in the community. So I want to personally uh, thank you guys for all of your hard work, uh, helping us with the golf tournament, helping us with um, the uh, school supplies. Tell us a, a little bit about, you know, why why you did that, why you felt like it was a good thing for you to uh, not just be worried about what's happening on the football field, but get out there uh, and, and do some things in terms of helping your community. I mean, it's always nice to, like, you feel me, give back to those around you. Um, it's always helpful, you feel me. That was really my one of my uh, vocal points as soon as I offseason the end it just to uh, help those around me as, like while I'm trying to get better and better myself as well. So um, once given the opportunity, I try to make the most out of you. Well, you definitely made the most out of it. And we're, like I said, at Alabama one, uh, we definitely appreciate you and Damien and uh, Tim and Kendall coming out and pushing the share bug in and just FYI, I don't know if they gave you an update, man, we impacted a lot of kids um around the the community of Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa County with uh what's going on uh in terms of them going back to school with plenty of school supplies so uh thank you for for that that sacrifice uh and making that that possible uh well uh we'll we'll also in, in a moment tell some people about what you got going on of course if you want to find out more about him and what's going on with uh, his apparel and things like that. We're going to give you a chance to go out and learn more about that. But you guys have also stepped up your game there. But let's let's circle down on a little football uh, with J.C. Latham. If you're just not joining us, we're talking with J.C. Latham of the University of Alabama. J.C., what's been um, the your biggest area uh, of the um, – the improvement in this this offseason. What would you say, man? This is where I've gotten uh, the best or made the biggest improvement in this offseason. Um, the main vocal point I wanted to uh, improve on was strength, definitely, and um, and pass protection and stuff. Those are the two things that I did every day, uh, working with the uh, strength team and making sure that every day after workout. Um, we do something to where we can, you feel me, me and my like, coaches we can get stronger than banging our fundamentals up um, in our free time and our pass protection as well. Okay. And, you know, and, and uh, all of those things are definitely, definitely important. So I, I, I like to ask some questions about, specifically about playing the game. Uh, and you are a guy that, uh, uh, you know, top-ranked player uh, in your position, one of the top ranked players based on which service coming out of high school. But the question I have for you is when it comes to playing the game of football, uh, it's of course went a lot of pass, uh, but are, are you a, are you a run the ball first guy or a pass guy? Which one you prefer run blocking or pass blocking? I mean, uh, I'm really more of a versatile type of person. You feel me? Whatever we got to do to get the job done. That's really what I'm really into just because, um, I know that there's teams out there, like, for example, like Cincinnati, who has a really good pass defense. So you're going to need to be able to run the ball. So I want to um, make that a vocal point of the game. And then I know there's other teams out there who um, don't have a good pass defense. So I know you're going to need to be able to pass it. So I really don't have a preference just because I know 
Um, like you feel me? Every team's not going to be able to just do one thing. Like they're going to be able to do multiple things. So you got to be able to adapt to that. So. And, and 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 that's good to hear that. Uh, but I guess the, and I'll follow up that question. Would you consider consider yourself? Now I've seen I've seen you. I've been around you a couple times, uh, Jay Z. And you look like you you would get a lot of enjoyment out of mauling a guy uh, yeah. in, in a running block. Uh, so, so even though you can do both, do you like mauling the guy if you get that chance? And, and make, I, I don't know if you guys track pancakes or not, uh, but uh, uh, does that does that uh, get you going? Get your juices flowing? Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I definitely enjoy that. That's definitely like fun. You feel me? That's part of the game. So, um, I definitely enjoy that for sure. All right. Let's let's uh, bring in uh, X X. Uh, you're in with JC uh, Latham, offensive tackle for University of Alabama. Uh, what you got for him? Good morning, JC. How you doing? How you doing? Doing good. Uh, so, of course, you played a little bit of guard last year, but your natural position is tackle. Where have you been mm-hmm. working the most this summer? Uh, left tackle or right tackle? Uh, I've been primarily at right, but I've been training for both, just in case. Okay. And what what is something that you're working towards for yourself this season as far as getting on the field and things of that nature? Um, mainly, like I said, just really that class protection and getting stronger. Um, you never know um, just how strong you have to be, so I always try to push myself every day and every workout. And then, uh, like I said, pass protection because going against guys like Will Anderson, who Will Anderson, Bradwell, Dallas Turner, those type of guys who are really great at it, you got to um, understand that these are like, in my opinion, some of the best players in the country to go against. So you don't just want to wait for the opportunity to go against them. You want to kind of prepare for that opportunity. Um, and yeah, so that's really what I've been trying to work on. So just when I get my chance, I know I'm ready. All right. Speaking with J.C. Latham, offensive tackle for University of Alabama. Hey, listen, if you want to help support J.C. Latham uh, and, and show him some love, uh, as well as a uh, neat thing that J.C. Latham, Tim uh, Smith, uh, and the guys have done through Hedius Maximus, uh, you can go to HediusMaximum.com uh, and buy their apparel. And what's neat is these guys have committed part of uh, their proceeds will actually go to support uh, women's athletics, uh, a couple of different sports and women athletics. So if you want to support both women athletics and support the guys, you can go to Hadeus Maximum and softball and gymnastics will get part of the uh, proceeds. So uh, a two for one there. JC, as we continue to move forward, uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, this team coming off last year, very disappointing, um, not in this type of season you had, but that you didn't finish. Uh, what, are, what are the goals? Uh, maybe uh, a no-brainer here, but I want to hear from your mouth. What are the goals for uh, this 2022 edition of the Alabama Crimson Tide? Uh, obviously, uh, different results as far as last year goes. You feel me? Uh, we're all on the same page after winning a national championship. Um, and we've all been putting in a tremendous amount of work to get towards that goal. 
You know, there's a, there's a term, uh, JC, that people are a question or word people always ask um, uh, about a football team, uh, and, and it's in terms of identity. Uh, and we'll be talking about it all all summer during camp. Hey, what's this team's identity? Uh, are they are they physical? Are they finesse? Are they what whatever it is? They're fast. They're athletic. Uh, what what would you say the identity of this team, offensive, defensive, overall, uh, is going to be? And and who are the leaders uh, that have stepped up uh, to, to guide you guys this summer? Um, I feel like as far as that's a good question. I feel like as far as the identity of our team, I think we're really a really physical team. Um, I think we're a really versatile team as well. We got a lot of key players on our team that uh, can be really explosive. Um, as far as that goes. And I think as far as the leader goes, you can meet, of course, Bryce, Will Anderson, guys of that nature um, who are stepping up and, you feel me, like expressing what we need to do to get the job done. But also just other guys on the team as well. Like I told um, like guys in my position group, walk-ons, who talk to me and like let me know, like, hey, JC, like you kind of did this on that, you feel me? So like just all of us holding each other accountable. And I tell them, like, I really appreciate stuff like that because like, if I got my scout team players, like, helping me out, letting me know, like, oh, you're doing this or you got to do this or I know what you're trying to do here, like, this is what it looked like, though, you feel me? Then that's going to just help me out a whole lot more. So, like, just holding each other accountable no matter who you are, like, whether you're on first team or fourth team or you're on scout team, just, like, helping everybody out. So just, um, yeah, as far as the leadership goes, I think it's kind of spreading around to the whole team just because having one designated leader is great and all, but having everybody hold each other accountable is even better. Hey, JC, that is good news to, to every Bama fan's ears because you're right. When everybody has taken ownership of uh, helping everybody else get better, it only, uh, as, as I can, if I can make this pun, uh, raises the tide. So um, that, that's good to hear. Joe, you have a question for JC? Yeah, JC, I got an off, a little bit of an off the field question for you, if you don't mind. Uh, that we've heard a lot about Bryce Young taking the, uh, you guys out to dinner pretty regularly. I'd like to just uh, get pick your brain about what that's like, and then uh, uh, kind of p- piggyback off that. Every friend group kind of gets onto each other and gives gives each other a hard time. Uh, what's something that that you and the offensive lineman uh, give Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, a hard time about? Um, that's a great question. Uh. I guess I would say I don't really think it's more about giving him a hard time. I think it's more or less about trying to really understand, like, concepts of, like, our passing game so we understand just, like, what's, like, what's happening or where he's setting up shop. You feel me? Because, like, every, obviously every passing play, uh, whether it be play action or just a regular drop back, is um, different. He has different reads. Some plays take more time to develop um, than others. Some plays may be a sprint out, whatever the case may be. So just understanding where he's going to set up at or where he's going to look for his first read or whatever the case may be, uh, those are just the type of things that we talk about. You feel me? It's not like we don't really get on him uh, to like, you know, because he really doesn't. I'm not saying he's perfect, but he really doesn't make too many mistakes like that. If if it were to be a mistake, it wouldn't leak over into the offensive line. You feel me? So it's more or less um, those type of things. Yeah. The only thing that we really do, uh, we do a really great job of communicating. So. If he needs us to mic a certain person or he needs us to like get to a certain point of the defense or whatever, because maybe we'll just communicate that out. And if we don't by any chance, we'll just talk about it on the sideline and you feel me get it um solved. But it's more or less like like I said, like we don't really like oh you need to do this, like no, nah, we don't really do all that. Like not with each other at least at that part. Awesome. And hey, um 
JC, I, I want to, you know, the, the Bama fans, we don't, we, we in, in the history of doing this radio show and stuff, I don't get to talk to the players. So I want to uh, just ask you a couple of rapid fire questions, short answer questions, so people can kind of get to know the JC Latham um, that, that exists out there. And if, hey, if you're out there listening and you own a business and you're looking for uh, an individual to maybe represent your brand in uh, and, 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 and an NIL deal, uh, then, uh, you know, I want you to know a little bit more uh, about uh, this young man. JC, th- these are kind of some just some fun question, quick answer. Uh, when you were growing up, uh, every every football player tended to play a different position than what they ended up playing. Uh, what did JC Latham play uh, as a kid, and what was he going to be when he grew up? Uh, growing up, I, I really played every position um, besides quarterback. Running back and uh, defensive back. Um, that was like youth league and stuff. You feel know I me? Mean? Just because, I mean, I was athletic and stuff, so I, I played wherever the team needed me to play. You feel know I me? Mean? Some some games I played linebacker. Um, primarily, I played defensive end. Uh, sometimes I help them out at offensive line just in case we needed it. Um, but yeah, I'll be at tight end a lot of the times in seven packages. So just things of that nature. But um, yeah, uh, going more towards high school, I really played defensive end. Only like we got to the point where there's this, cause like I said, I like being strong, like I like working on stuff. So there's this guy, um, in Wisconsin who he was really good at, um, he was a really good defensive end. And I told him, I was like, yo, like, if y'all need me to switch over, or like, I, cause I kind of want to go against him, you feel me? Cause he's like a really good, like, player. So, like, I could let me, like, would y'all let me play offensive line for like a couple snaps or whatever, cause maybe. So, um, it just happened. I don't know what was going on. I think my teammate, he may have been hurt, whatever the case may be. So our coach let me play um, for like one quarter, and in that quarter he didn't get like no, like no nothing, like no pressure or none of that stuff. So uh, coach was like, "Oh shoot!" Like cause he was one of the best. He I think he had like on uh, the state game the year before that. I think he had like twenty two tackles and um, like two sacks or something like that. So uh, he was a really good player. But um, so after coach saw me like do that in the I think it was a semifinal game, um, the game take us to state. He ended up uh, letting me play there the next game. And then, um, yeah, the next season I went to ING. And that's why I was back <laughs> And the rest is history, big man. That's awesome uh, that, that you, you took on that challenge and it went went on to, to lead to uh, a greater thing. What's, uh, what's J.C. Latham's superpower? As far as the like, what, just like in general or just like football? Yeah. Yeah, there's like a, if, if JC Latham could could have any superpower out there, uh, what what would it be? I think it'd be like my sixth sense, I guess you would say. Like sometimes, just like unnaturally, like I'm able to like be aware of a lot of type of things. You feel me? Just like even if I don't have like no knowledge of it, you feel me? Like I remember, um, like me and my teammate, we was playing around, and I had we had like jumped this like gate, and like it was it was a steep. Did we lose him? JC. Like my foot just popped up and I just like landed on one foot and everything was just perfectly fine. You feel me? Things of that nature. So uh, I just think that's like, uh, I just, that's just what I think uh, my superpower would be if I had one. All right. There's been a lot of conversation about these alternative uniforms. Do you have a preference? Uh, I mean, you know, statement's kind of big on, you feel me, just the basics, um, the white and red. Uh, it would be nice to have an alternative uniform, of course, but um, 
like I said, the main goal is to go out there and win. So I said, we're not really worried about looking good. Oh man, you 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 indoctrinated. Love it. Uh, that's JC Latham. JC, uh, just a couple, couple questions. I'll let you go after this, and, and then let you speak to to the people. But uh, what what is um, uh, what do you see as Bama's biggest threat to not uh, running the table this year? Uh, and I, I'll let you answer that one. What what do you see as the biggest threat to you guys not uh, finishing where you want to finish? Uh, I mean, if you look back into the previous seasons, every year uh, we kind of beat ourselves. You feel me? So. Uh, I'm not really worried about that. I'm not really focused on what's our biggest threat. Um, you feel me? We have a game plan every year. We make up our game plan, our team goals, uh, what we want to achieve. So um, in, the, in those meetings, that's what we really come up with. So feel me, as long as we get the, the job done as far as our goals and stuff goes, and I really don't see uh, things not going our way. But if something does occur during the year to where we need to, you feel me, okay, we got to do better at this, we got to do better at that then you feel we'll handle it accordingly. But as of right now, it's really us against ourselves. So we're worried about making ourselves better every single day because we know if we're on our A game, no one's really mess with Man, I could keep you on all day, and I, and I don't want to do that. We'll just make a plan to have you back on uh, later on uh, as we get closer to the season, if that's okay with you. Um, I'll let you um, talk to Bama Nation. Uh, you, the mic's yours. You can say anything you want to do. I won't want to to them, uh, encourage them, challenge them, invite them to, to join you guys in this in this big run you guys ready to get on. Hello. Yeah, can, you, you're, you're still on. A, a, yeah, uh, the mic's yours. You, you, you got the closing thoughts, uh, any closing comments you want to share with Bama Nation? Oh, yeah, most of the shoot. Hey, y'all make sure to tune in. We got some special going on over here. And y'all make sure you feel me. Just stay, stay down, stay loyal with us because we got something good going over here. Real talk. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and speaking of that, I, I will ask you one more question. Uh, there is something big and good coming on. Uh, I was going to talk about it, but I'll, I'll get you to come in. You guys uh, rolling with the tide in the trenches. Uh, man, I, I can't wait. Uh, the podcast that. Uh, you and Tim Smith, uh, Damon George, and Kendall Randolph, and a couple other guys hosted it for you. Uh, you, you excited about your, your big uh, on-camera debut? Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, that was a really big deal, and uh, I'm really excited for it. Once I... Yeah, that's guys. So, so stay tuned right here on the Martin Houston Show. We'll we'll be letting you know when that's ready to. Uh, be released. Uh, they're putting the finishing touches on it. Uh, they they've recorded the um, video, getting it edited and set set up. But uh, hey, that's J.C. Latham, uh, University of Alabama offensive tackle, part of the the Hadius Maximus crew. You can go to HadiusMaximus.com, get all his great apparel, support him as well as support uh, the softball and gymnastics. Thanks, JC, for getting up early with us and just having a little fun. Uh, we'll have you back a little closer to the season, man, uh, uh, to uh, check out how uh, summer camp's going. Sounds good. All right. That's big number 65. Uh, at least the last time we saw him, he was number 65. Uh, sometimes these guys change numbers, but uh, hadn't heard anything on that front. Coming back on the other side, We'll catch up with Hank South, 247 Sports. I know we went a little longer on that segment, but uh, glad we did. Uh, And want to invite you guys to stay with us 
for a little bit longer. We got some great recruiting news coming up right here on the Martin Houston Show. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. With your Tide Sports Update, I'm Joe Gaither. Tua Vailoa has added a new quarterback, a new left tackle, a new running back, and a new wide receiver this year. But his, his most important addition might have come off the field. Tua Vailoa got married a couple weeks ago. The Crimson Tide Collective, High Tide Tradition, announces a subscription service for Alabama fans to help with NIL. And finally, the Crimson Tide stays hot on the recruiting trail, flipping four-star tight end Ty Lockwood from Ohio State and getting the commitment of four-star defensive lineman Hunter Osborne. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Sound of Bama Sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show on 100.9. I'm Martin Houston. We got X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston with us, but now we'll kick it over to Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Welcome back into the program. Uh, X, you take it from here. All right. Welcome in, Hank. How are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm good. How are y'all? Doing good, doing good. So big news this week from Alabama on the recruiting front, landing four-star 
defensive lineman from Hewitt Churchville, Hunter Osborne, and getting the flip from four-star tight end Ty Lockwood, who was committed to Ohio State. Something interesting about Osborne, everybody thought he was a lean toward Clemson. Now, a lot of Alabama fans were disappointed in the fact that Peter Woods went to Clemson. Do you think that played into Hunter's decision to uh, come to Alabama? Um, I think maybe a, a, a little bit. Um, but, you know, Bama recruited him really hard on his own. Um, you know, I, I think yeah, he camped back in June. Uh, he got the offer back in January, but obviously, you know, most kids need to camp and, and kind of prove it um, in person. Um in an Alabama workout in, in that setting. And, and he did that. He did really well. And, and it was just a matter of Bama kind of um, turning up the heat on him. And, and he said, you know, starting in early July, um, Bama really started to kind of reach out um, more and kind of, you know, turn up the heat and, and press a little bit harder for him. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think Clemson and even Texas were, were two schools, you know, he was seriously looking at. But, you know, once Alabama really started, pressing for him you know I, I don't think there was any question of what he was going to ultimately do um you know obviously he grew up a Bama fan um you know he, he's he's always looked up to Bama always wanted to wanted the opportunity there um and so you know I think he didn't want to pass that up when when it became available all right and when you look at Ty Lockwood he is the only tight end in the 2023 class so far but he's the fifth over the last two classes, when you include 2022, and the and he makes the sixth commit when you look ahead to the 2024 class with the one tight end commitment we have there. Why has tight end become such an important position for Alabama? Yeah, that, that's a good question. It's kind of you know we we've seen that that position kind of you know it's trickled down from the league where we've seen it become such an, an uh, you know impactful spot in the league and you know we've seen it become really important at, at uh you know at Alabama too. You know, we saw Cam Lacey really kinda of come into his own last season and, and kind of be a safety blanket for, for Bryce Young and um you know, it, it's just one of those those positions that you can do a lot of things with. Um and you know, Bama's kind of been a weird um you know, it's, it's been a weird few years of tied in recruiting, you know, I think I think you kinda everyone remembers Eric Gilbert and, and that whole saga. Um, you know, Bama hasn't really landed a, a, a top ranked tight end. We saw Jaleel Skinner um flip to Miami last early signing period. Um, uh, you know, they've gotten some really talented kids. Um, uh, you know, Mari Nyblack, um, like you just mentioned Martavius Collins, Ty, Ty Lockwood committed, but um it's been a spot that, you know, outside of uh you know, it's been that one spot, you know, Bama's recruited five stars galore at pretty much every other position and then and then comes tight end. So you know, I, I think, uh, you know, it's a spot the Bama's going to, can you know, start really having some success in. You know, we, we saw, you know, them really kind of utilize that position last year. Um, and over the last few years, really, it's kind of become more of a, um, you know, active role in the Alabama offense. Um, and, and so, you know, I think kids are, are going to continue to take notice. We saw that already with Collins committing. Um, and, and, you know, going forward, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of, I think we'll see that, be a spot that has more success that going forward. Um, and that starts with, you know, Lockwood and Collins committing. Yeah. And Hank, uh, you talk about the, um, 
the, the tight end position. You look at uh, some of what caused us some issues over in the in the two games we played against Georgia was tight end matchup. Uh, yeah. And um, and and what you can do in your run game when you can. Saban always says you put that extra hole C gap to D gap when you put uh, when you can put two tight ends on the outside, and now you also create um, if you want to if you want to stop a Will Anderson from pass rushing, you either make him conflict him on whether he has to cover a guy or not, or you end up with a, a, a DB or an inside linebacker trying to run with a six five tight end. So creates a lot of problems, and I think that Saban uh, already wanted to move that way, but I think Kirby's success against us in those two games with his tight ends um, kind of showed that, and I think that's going to be a, a great opportunity. Uh, X, before we go back, come back to you, let's get Pat. Pat, you're in uh, with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Top 100.9 on the Album One Hotline with Hank South, 247 Sports. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning. Uh, Hank, what is the magic number of what coach is going to take in uh, this cycle, not counting transfers? Oh, because, hey, I was counting up, and there's like 28 more. I mean, or not 28 more, but 28 total must-haves. And the thing about it is, if uh, Kamani McLean uh, wants to come on board, you've got to take him. And uh, we've got the uh, guy up at uh, there's three, actually three players in Alabama and Captain uh, Russell out of them that are here. But, hey, you got to take Collins and uh, James. Oh, that. So, well, uh, what are you thinking about this? Yeah, that's a good question. And I, I don't think Bimmer has to be, um, you know, it's not as, I think, stressful as a, a cap. Um, you know, I think the last, they came out and made a ruling, I think, for the next two cycles that you there's really no cap on signing as long as you stay under that or stay at or under the uh, 85 man 85. limit. <laughs> yeah. That 85 so, number. Right. So, you know, you have to obviously take that into account, but also that kind of takes the pressure off a little bit of, uh, you know, you need to stay under that hard 25 or whatever, you know, it would have been. So, you know, I, I think it's going to obviously be a full class, but um, to put a number on it, it's hard to, you know, do that, um, you know, what, with, with the guys, like you mentioned, they have left that they're recruiting, and then obviously you factor in, you know, are they going to take any transfer portal guys, you know, when when that comes around, probably after the season. So um, that's it. I, I think it's going to be around that twenty-five to thirty range. I think that's the best I could give you, um, just because obviously you do have to, you know, take into account the guys you already have in your roster, but also you know it, it takes a little bit of the pressure off of you know. With uh, with that cap kind of lifted um, to help you if you know if you want to go over. Well, because that uh, there's a kid down in Te- uh, Tampa, Texas, Edric uh, kid. Oh, do you still think that uh, coach is going to go that way? Uh, say say his name again. Sorry, Edric E D R I C K R R I C. I mean, you say you talk about Edric Hill, the defensive lineman. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bama still likes him a lot. Um, he's uh, he was at uh, he took his official visit in June. Um, he's gonna. He's actually what's today the fourth. He's supposed to put out a top schools list here in a few days. I think on the ninth. Um, and I think it's right now. It's kind of shaping up to be Alabama versus uh, 
versus Oklahoma for him. His teammate recently committed to Oklahoma, but uh, you know, I, I think he's 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 very high on Alabama. They've been pushing for him really hard. So um, he's he's going to make a decision. I think sometime in late September. So unless something changes, you know, it, it you know it it's close between Alabama and Oklahoma, but I, I'd probably lean Alabama for him. Gotcha. All right, that was that was all I needed. That uh, y'all busy this morning and time's running out. Have a blessed day, fellas. Thank y'all. Thanks, that. With Hank South of Two Point Seven Sports and Alabama Online, uh, there's a big commitment coming up this weekend. Hank uh, Shelton Sampson from Louisiana. Where is Alabama standing with him? Yeah, so um, he was a guy that the Bama's liked. Um, they've recruited and they had him on an official visit in June. But um, as you know, he set his decision date for this weekend. Um, I, I I don't think Bama's really pushing for him. They haven't really been um, pressing too hard for him. And, and wide receiver is not the spot they really have to hit on too hard in the in this class. You know, obviously they have two really talented kids and Malik Benson and Cole Adams committed. Um, I think they'll probably take one more guy. Uh, but obviously, you know, I, I think there's going to be uh, it has to be the right person, and you know Sheldon Sampson is the guy they like, but I, I don't think they're pushing for ahead of uh, ahead of his announcement. So I, I think he's going to stay home and go to LSU. That's my prediction. Um, you know, it, it maybe Bama circles back later and presses for him down the line, but um, I don't anticipate him picking Alabama. Okay, and you look back at this summer for Alabama. You look back roughly about a month and a half ago when Wilkins Formby committed it kind of started the flow of things. And Alabama went from being a class that was ranked in the high 30s, low 40s, depending on where you look, to now being the number one class in most recruiting websites and sources. Was that expected from this summer, or was this kind of shocking to see Alabama jump that fast? Um, you know, obviously, you know, we expected a big run at some point. Um you know, it started a little bit later than, you know, we, we always see a bunch of commits in July, but usually we see a good amount in June as well. We saw a couple, but, um, you know, I I don't think it's shocking. Um, you know, Bama, you know, wasn't ever concerned about where they were standing with recruiting. You know, they were taking their time and, and doing their evals, and, you know, there was always going to be that window where, where they had a lot of success. So, you know, I, I think some of the decisions and maybe the timing um, were, you know, unexpected at first. You know, I, I think Justice Haynes, when he told the staff um, he wanted to commit, I think that surprised people. So, uh, you know, I think you could look at him. Uh, you know, getting both Justice Haynes and Richard Young was something I probably, back in June, wouldn't have said is going to happen within a week, two weeks of each other uh, next month. Uh, so, you know, that, a little bit. Um, but, you know, there's always going to be a run. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not surprised that it happened. You know, I, did I expect, you know, almost – what sixteen commitments in in a four week span? No, but I yeah you know, I did expect a run at some point with Bama, you know, competing for that number one spot. All right, that is Hank South two four seven Sports Bama online recruiting uh, man uh, uh, covering the best te- um, team in the country when it comes to recruiting. Got one last question as I let you go. Um, what what's up with uh, the big edge rusher? currently committed Keeley to Notre Dame on a visit last week in Alabama. Does Alabama have a chance of flipping him uh, as well? Yeah, you know, things look like they're turning Alabama's way. Um, depending on who you ask, if you ask, you know, reporters that cover Notre Dame or, or elsewhere, you know, he, you know, he, he's, 
committed and he's staying committed for now. Then you ask other people and it's like, oh, a flip's about to happen. Uh, so we'll see. I, I think this visit was really important. I think he's extremely interested in Alabama. Um, but I think there's also a chance he'll, he'll take some more visits here come in September and, you know, kind of take his time. But I, I think Bama set themselves up nicely uh, to potentially flip him. Uh, you know, we've seen all the commitments on Twitter reaching out to him, kind of getting in his ear. Um, so I, I think Notre Dame is, is feeling the pressure right now to uh, to hang on to him. I, I, if today was, I mean, I, I think he's. I think he's going to eventually flip. That's kind of my soft prediction right now. So, so we'll see. But um, definitely heading in the right direction for Alabama, in my opinion. All right, Beth Hank South two four seven Sports Bama Online Recruiting. Uh, you best follow in recruiting at Hank South two four seven. Thanks, Hank. We appreciate you, sir. Yeah, sure. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll catch up with you next week. All right, hey, as we get out of here, uh, we're going to get out of here a little early today. Uh want to thank uh, Hank South, 247 Sports Bama Online Recruiting, and also thank J.C. Latham at T-K-J-A-A-Y-Y on Twitter uh, for joining us. Uh, uh, want to encourage you to go support him by visiting HeddiusMaximum.com, HeddiusMaximum.com. Follow the Martin Houston page, uh, and you can see the actual link there. Click it and support him as well as uh, softball and uh, gymnastics. We're also going to have more information on that in the trenches podcast that they're rolling out. Man, uh, guys, we'll break down some of that J.C. Latham conversation on tomorrow, and we'll also have Tim Smith with this on tomorrow as well. Hey, we hadn't talked much about it, but the tide is ready to roll to kick off this season right here. And we'll talk with Tim Smith about that uh, and what that first day was like. Welcome back into the rest of the day. Stay tuned right here on Tide 100.9. It's great shows will go throughout the morning. I'm Martin Houston. That's X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. That's Joe uh, Gaither. And, and we thank you. And remember, it's trust in the Lord always being not your own understanding. Always acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Road Tide out there, everybody. Seven.